0: Cheers! Cheers! Welcome to 51 First Dates. I'm Liza.
1: And I'm Kimmy. And we're joined by our new dater.
2: This is Kenny and I'm finally back.
0: Kenny's finally back! We missed you, Kenny. Been on
2: hiatus, out of the country, you name it, it's happened. I've just been away for a while, so good to be He's back. been
0: romping. Kenny's been um, romping around the world. And... Uh, Kimmy and I romped in LA all weekend and, like, my voice decided, uh, to punish me for the way I was treating it. Uh, so that's why I sound like this. <laughs> mm. Poor Just Liza. giving everyone a little, oh, no, it's fine. It's weird because every, like, my, my producer at work all day was like, oh, my God, do you need to go home? And I was like, I feel completely fine. I just sound insane. Um... And just so, for yeah. the
1: record, Liza was party champion. Like, you were not feeling well when you flew in, and you did not let it hinder you. You were I was full. having so
0: much fun. Guys, we're missing – sorry, I missed – I buried the lead on that, the most important thing that I definitely should have said before I talked about my voice, which is that it was Kimmy's 30th birthday on Sunday. I'm old and as fuck. Very – yeah, she's very old. Um, And, you know, it's all, it's all downhill from here. Tim <laughs> am 30 is the best. I'm so happy to be – in my 30s.
1: I think it was...
2: No, I'm kind of looking forward to it. (laughs) Talk (laughs) to me more about that.
1: Talk to me more about that, Kenny. So Kenny, just tell tell us more.
2: Okay. I mean, I just, I mean, I think that in your 20s, a lot of my friends still are doing the same raucous events that they did in college. And then I think as like people just get older and you meet more people, I think it's... Less weird to have smaller, more intimate friend groups. I think people do more mature activities. I think there's just less of a social stigma about, like, just, like, going out and getting fucked up. So <laughs> as I get 30, <laughs> my other friends will hit the same milestone. I think it will just be, like, a continuation of youth in a more mature fashion. I don't think I will feel old.
0: Um, yeah. Interesting. That's funny. I mean, I feel like a lot of that is true for me, but it's weird because it's almost, like, parts of the opposite of that are true for me because – I feel like the thing that changed for me, like, literally, like, the day I turned 30, not that it was – it was just a mental shift. It wasn't, like, anything other than that. It was just I was like, oh, my God, I don't care about anything. Like, I don't care what anyone thinks of me. Like, all of a sudden, I was like, I'm so fucking tired of having dumb insecurities. Like, am I really – like, it was this weird thing where I was just like, I just don't care. Like, I, it was like so many less fucks. On the day of my 30th birthday from the day before my 30th birthday. And I don't even know why.
1: I wish I- – I'm waiting for that. Everyone says your 30s are about that. I would say I feel the exact same. I just feel very grateful for everyone. All these friends came out to LA. I'm spoiled as fuck. Um, I'm a birthday monster, but it was
0: so fun. But it was I will say – such a fun weekend. I'm so – I'm sad it's over. I had the biggest – the biggest spiral yesterday <laughs> uh, same
1: many a spiral I've had like I mean, 10 panic mention. attacks but that's cool but what Kenny said about um, that people will stop getting fucked up and be more mature is interesting after this 30th birthday weekend <laughs> however um, I definitely drank
0: like it was my last weekend on earth
1: Eliza, should we rank good luck bar let's tell Kenny and the listeners what it is and then we can rank oh, it for God. LA listeners how many dicks out of five dicks and if oh, you're God. just joining us that's not a weird thing about sex. It's a thing about, instead of five stars, it's just five dicks. We don't know where it came from, but it came from somewhere. And let's do it.
0: It came from our twisted minds. Mm-hmm. But, uh, no, we went to Kimmy's – Kimmy uh, very, uh, very much, like, planned an awesome birthday weekend. And it involved, like, a house in the Hollywood Hills for, like, ten of her really close friends. And it was beautiful. It was a beautiful view and a great pool. And I'm um, – and on Saturday, we – she also – we also, had, like, went to a bar for her, like, real uh, – like, this is birthday party where she invited all her new L.A. friends and all that stuff. And it was a bar called Good Luck Bar. And honestly, like, especially – it was really fun for a party. But I think especially for a date, like, five dicks. I feel like it's the perfect date spot.
1: Because it's cool. It's in, like, the cool Brooklyn part of town. But it's kitschy and it's, like, divey. So, yeah, you have to be down for a kind of divy first date. But it's all like – it's got ch- Chinese lanterns inside. It's all red inside. It's very, like, specific.
0: I don't think it's divy. I thought you it know? was more – like, kitschy, I think, is the right word. Okay. Like, because it's not dirty. Like, it's not – you know, it's not, like – the floors aren't sticky. Like, it's not – it's like a – you know, it's just – it's got, like, a theme and it's a little bit, like – it's supposed to, I think, feel a little, like, dark and, mm-hmm. you know, like, kind of sexy. And, like – it and – but also, like, you said, like, kitschy and there's, like – like tiki drinks and matt a friend of ours who came to kimmy's birthday party was like i take this is that he said that's his second date bar he loves to take people there on second dates oh okay yeah.
1: and matt knows what's up matt totally. should come on the pod um yeah and you can like who doesn't want to drink out of a coconut on your first date right <laughs> all right um, what, Kenny, how many
0: dicks would you give it?
1: I, I'll give it five. I'll give it that five for that because the only other time—no, that's not true—but the only other time I've been out there since moving out here was like after a Dodgers game with date thirteen. So yeah, it was fun. It's like it's not—I I don't think it's as crowded on a weeknight, and I think we also like were why it was very crowded on.
0: Yeah, you had so a crew there.
1: That. Um, but enough about me. Thank you, Liza. Kenneth, you're back. Should we I'm back. should we tell the listeners what's up? Kenny, will you just do the annoying part of this podcast where you say why you're here and why it's called 51 First Dates and what, what you're feeling, where you're at, what you're thinking, why they should stay tuned to this ep?
2: Yeah, for sure. Um, my name is Kenny. I am Kimmy's brother, obviously. Um, if you haven't listened, I've kind of taken her role and uh, kind of assumed the position of the dater on this podcast, and that means that I'm actively seeking both successfully and unsuccessfully as we can get into potentially in a little bit on this podcast, uh, to just go on dates and try new things and explore options and just figure it out in this brand new hustling, bustling city that is New York. For me, I've been here for, you know, a little bit over a year now. So like a lot of change and I think this isn't a way to make it interesting and way to make it fun. So, um, I am assuming we'll see if I make it to 51, but I'm assuming that I, I continue to go on as many dates as possible. Um, yeah it's been a it's been an adventure thus far. I think I came into this podcast enjoying dating a lot. I think I still generally do. I think sometimes it feels like work and it's not that enjoyable, mm-hmm. but I mean that's just part of the hustle and like part of the just the grind and putting in time to make sure that you're finding the right person and spending time in the right places. so um, it's an up it's an uphill battle sometimes, but then at other times it's a joy ride so I'm Penny, I to, love
1: it. you said- the
2: experience.
1: Actively seeking, and I feel like we should change the title of the podcast. To actively seeking—is it already a thing?
2: As long as I get title credit. Then yeah, we're I good. like
1: that. Totally. Maybe that's one of like maybe we pitch a show or something. Wink, wink. <laughs> yeah, totally.
0: Um, Nobody steal it. Copyright, Kenny Foskett, twenty eighteen.
2: Tag, tag, yeah.
0: Um, I said it, so now no one's gonna steal it. That's legally binding.
1: Well, before we get into this, to the specifics of this week, um, I thought it's interesting because when I started this process, like, I was not enjoying just going on lots of dates. So, like, while it did feel like work, it was, like, good work for me to get through on the podcast. But that's an interesting point. You were already actually enjoying dating in New York, which is not where everyone's coming from. And now we're like, yo, when can you record? And when do we all have the same time zone? And blah, blah, blah.
2: <laughs> and I don't want to say that that's why it's becoming more stressful, but I mean, like, Sometimes you just, like, can't get dates to work out and you, like, you know, you're successful going on date week after week after week and then just shit just falls through and it just can be, like, a little bit of a headwind in terms of just, like, feeling like you're getting knocked a couple steps back but then it's just, like, keep it in perspective because it's just dating.
1: Yeah. So So I I felt that a lot of times. Like, I don't remember but there were – and it seemed to happen in, like, waves too. Liza, do you feel that way?
0: Totally. And I think that, like – feel like – I could be misremembering this, but I feel like, Kimmy, you had a little bit of a trickier time like exactly around this time last year yeah. because when holiday stuff no, it's starts – the worst
2: like, of year ever.
0: <laughs> yeah, and people are just like traveling all the time, doing all this shit. They're stressed. They're like – the last thing they fucking want to do is find a night. Like there's so many like holiday parties and this and that and like fucking – and they're – I don't know. There's just so much happening and – It's really the idea of being proactive around holidays is like, I think it's hard for me in a non-dating scenario. Like my home is a wreck right now. I mean, it's not even the holidays yet, but you know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. it's just, it's just, oh my God, Kenny, do you remember your first episode with us was Holidays? Was that you? No, family.
2: (laughs) Oh Yeah. yeah. But then
0: you came back for Holidays, right?
2: I don't know if Holidays is me.
0: Maybe that was Sarah okay. yeah.
1: Maybe that was Sarah.
0: Cool. Yeah. We mix up yeah. my
1: roommate and my brother. Never mind. Both amazing people. Um. Well, this episode is going to come out the Tuesday before Thanksgiving, so. Yeah.
2: I'm like ready and willing to lean into holiday mode. Mm-hmm. That includes yeah. both limited exercise and eating a lot of turkey and lying around and being lazy and then just like gearing up and bundling up for the, the winter season, so.
0: Yeah. Coughing season. Coughing season.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I guess. I'm not necessarily <laughs> leaning into that, but.
0: No, I uh. mean, we, <laughs> I just think we haven't
1: talked about cuffing season on this podcast. And, like, is it passe? Oh. Probably. I
0: mean, I don't think it is.
2: I, I don't think I like all like, over the internet, like, all the memes right now are about cuffing season. <laughs> like, real thing.
0: Can we My talk about it for a is little? just like,
1: yeah, yeah. And then I want to hear about Kenny's date situation because I just. Ugh. I'm not exactly sure I understand it. I think it's because back when I was still writing for Elite Daily, I was trying with my editor to come up with the summer version of cuffing season, which feels like I think the best that I came up with, and it was a big no-no, was like – what's the thing when you get out of jail early? Parole. Parole. I was like parole season or something where you're like free, but you like – have because,
0: <laughs> but you got to check in.
1: I don't know. Um, so we never, I don't, I forget. I wrote something, but it was definitely not. I didn't, there was no like fun name, but I just, I'm not sure they understand cuffing season. Grandma over here, 30, and she doesn't get it anymore.
0: I mean, okay, let's define it in case people haven't heard of it. And also, because as I'm talking about this, I'm like, wait, do I know what it means? Okay. <laughs> it's just because I'm like, whoa, what if I've just been assuming this is something else than what it is? It's just that, like, you want to find someone to, like, hunker down with all winter and, like, bone and hang out with so you don't have to leave your house, right? That's yes. my understanding. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I completely get it because there's nothing I like more than not leaving my house in the winter. <laughs> it combines, like, my biggest hatred, which is being cold, with, like, my biggest love, of, is, which is, like, lying in bed and not doing anything. So, like, I feel like I understand this and I think I've done it in the past (laughs) like where I've been like in something that I wasn't feeling that serious about but I kind of let it get more serious because it was winter and like they would come to me (laughs) I don't know
1: is but my thing is just like isn't it like anytime I I guess like does coving season exist in LA like it feels like just a consistent hookup but you have to I guess you have to lock each other down before it gets too cold to go to a bar which is like
0: yeah like oh my god
2: it's ridiculous
0: It's It's absolutely
2: ridiculous. Like we both are all like, oh, I get it.
0: (laughs) I mean, I think it's so. I feel like it's that. It's my favorite thing about like, about like, I don't know, being in a relationship. When I'm in one, is like hanging out and not having to do anything. Yeah,
1: that's fair. Like that's
0: I think one of the benefits, and like being able to like relax and hang out, like. Watch movies, like, eat, take out, and have sex. Like, those are all my favorite things to do. <laughs> but I think in this triumvirate right here, cuffing season is most, like, matched to my personality. You guys both like to, like, get out in the world more than I do.
1: Yeah. But, like, winter's cold. I don't know. I don't know. And poor my poor brother doesn't have to talk about cuffing season with us, but <laughs> I just...
0: Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I keep forgetting you guys are siblings, and I keep talking about having sex. <laughs> I'll stop doing that. Then no. For- I'll probably forget, but... But I wonder if it is less of a thing in LA.
1: I don't know. I'll 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 keep my eye out. I feel like it's also gonna be interesting time seeing people in my MBA MBA class start to hook up. We're starting to hear about some more. Yeah. Like
2: you know, juicy.
1: I think especially after Thanksgiving, that's like there's some name for it. Kind of like member in undergrad, people go home and they break up with their long term relationship. Oh yeah,
0: the turkey drop. (laughs) Turkey drop. It's the opposite (laughs) of a turkey drop. cuffing season is the polar opposite of turkey dropping you gotta line up your cuff for after you turkey drop oh my god (laughs) is it really called turkey dropping (laughs) yeah it's called the turkey drop it makes me think of turkey poops like small turkey poops (laughs) yeah I like I remember oh my god I remember that too so clearly like I didn't know it was a thing and I never heard of it and my freshman year of college when I came back like three people on just my dorm floor had broken up with (laughs) their Significant other And I was like Oh shit This is such a thing
1: Um Kenny I feel like we've been Neglecting you And no, t- your dates
2: My Tell dates yeah. are Not as fun As talking about Cuffing season
1: Oh That's how good of a brother He is
2: going coming to Dating
1: podcasts No but I do think The listeners have Genuinely appreciated Your male perspective And as noted Actually I think I noted this Before we run recording but uh, I've heard that you are more mature than I am from some people in my life so including date 13 so I think you know you're you're making you're
0: opening people's eyes I think just, Kenny's more mature than, like, podcast
2: facade <laughs> no, no
0: I I feel like you're more mature than I am and then like, like I think you are substantially mature
2: yeah then, but I think I don't want to come up as like this old dusty mature gentleman i feel like i turn it on i turn it off
0: when i need to
2: i think think of you as pretty
0: dusty i don't know you just (laughs) you sit in your your armchair with your pipe and uh read the paper and stuff no that's not what it is it's like you know it's like a like a, a mental like maturity thing yeah you're very fun and young and hip
2: Thanks. That's all I needed to hear. I needed all (laughs) the affirmation of all my good characteristics. No, I get it. I think it's a function of just, like, my career and the people that I work with are all older than me. So I just generally have to be mature on, like, a daily basis. And I think that probably transcends to, like, my social life and just, like, interacting with people.
1: I think it's Mm -hmm. our great parents, too.
2: Yeah, for sure. It's – I probably wouldn't be in the position I am today in any facet without, you know, the origin story. Mm Mm-hmm. Which is family and everything. So,
0: totally, I agree. So, do you want to tell us a little bit about like your? I don't want to spoil, but like your lack of dates. <laughs> no shade. Yeah,
2: I've I've really, I and I don't know if you guys just believe me or not. Like, I've been really wanting to go on these dates, and I've just been, frankly, unable to, <laughs> and for like a variety of reasons. I feel like I've matched with more people than ever, especially within like the past seventy-two hours trying to grab in the date <laughs> <with> this podcast. <laughs> and just like nothing transpired. And like that's as recently as twenty less than twenty four hours ago being canceled on 30 minutes before going out. So like so to, like set the precedent. Like there's this I went to Paris for nine days or to France for nine days. So like that just like interrupts the whole scheme, right? Because beforehand I need to be able to like get all my work done and get ready. And then afterwards I'm like I'm trying to enjoy Paris, not spend all day on dating apps and like. Oh, Did you swipe whatever.
1: though? Did you swipe? Did you check out the French ladies?
2: <laughs> yeah, it's bizarre. I don't really think they use Bumble, and that's the only one I had that I think was over there. I didn't have Tinder; like, there were so few people on it. Oh, really? Um, yeah. So very scary it might have been right just like. French. Maybe it was just a function of like when I was using it. I don't know. It just felt like there were like much fewer people. Um, but I like, also could be wrong. I don't know why people from France would like. This random American dude, when our socioeconomic political environment is so bizarre at the moment. Like, I feel oh, like
1: the Trump effect.
2: Yeah, Trump like is, Trump is the of,
1: reason you didn't get a, on a date in France. We're going to blame it
2: on. I would like to. Um, Same. But yeah, just like being over there wasn't a focus of mine. And so then I had to play catch up coming back over here. And I was like, conveniently enough, like, scheduled to do something on uh, Saturday after I got back. Cause I got back on Sunday. Needed some time to rejuvenate in terms of like the, the time zone change. It was like, all right, by Sunday I'll be good to go, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, We're texting at this point. We're not on the app. And then on Friday, I'm like, Hey, you still good to go for tomorrow. I would like plan to do something different. Cause I was like, she had mentioned something about central park in her profile. So I was like, let's just grab coffee, walk around. And then if it's really cold, we can go grab a drink and like call quits on that. um, If it's like freezing. And then on Friday, she's like, yeah, actually, I am going home for the weekend, booked a flight. <laughs> so, like, within 24 hours, I mean, I guarantee she didn't book that flight on Friday, but, like, within 24 hours, I was out of the date. And
1: Wait, you think she was lying her. to you?
2: No, I think that, like, a heads up would have been appreciated, mm-hmm. rather than just, like, waiting for me to, like, follow up. Like, just being like, hey, I'm actually not going to be here this weekend that I agreed to be here for. And I don't really have any hard feelings, so it's just... It's like a first date. I don't really particularly care other than like trying to get something for this podcast, but like,
1: but no, but no, but no, but no. You might not because you might. But, like, I get it. Like, even when it was just for the podcast, I literally felt like, well, have I become a leper? Because when I tried so hard, I would be, like, blasting and I would be mad at Liza. And I'd be like, Liza, are you texting people on Bumble for me? I'd be like, wait, why? I can't do this all my own. Like, and And you feel like even though it's not personal and you know it, it just feels weird. And it's okay to, like, be like, Fuck you! Like some people are too afraid to even be vulnerable and try dating apps. So, it, like I don't know. I might be speaking for you, but I found no. That I mean, it's not wondering. like
2: not ideal, but at the same time, like I won't. I don't fault them for like going home or for doing whatever. I would just like the heads up or like more advanced notice or mm-hmm. proactively letting me know because like that was a decision that came up before. I was like, hey, I just want to still make sure that like tomorrow works. Would have been appreciated. Yeah, I think totally. that's across the board. For
0: everyone, well, I think it's also something we've talked about before, which is that like it does seem like on apps, kind of like common human courtesy can sort of dissolve because it's like this faceless person you've just seen a picture of, or you know what I mean. Like, there's this kind of thing of like they're not real until you meet them. So some people think they can be a little bit more like I don't know, casual is not the right world, like, but like not. Flaky, yeah, like kind of like nonchalant about the way they treat them.
2: Yeah. That's yeah. the word that everybody likes to throw around. It's like sorry for being so flaky. Yeah, <laughs> totally. I mean, I, I don't, you definitely don't have to apologize, but just like – yeah, kind of annoying. But
1: I can only imagine how bad it is in L.A. L.A. listeners, please chime in because people – I'm starting to feel our gener- – like the distance thing makes people really flaky here. I like feel like I've learned that by – doing things on different sides of town now. And I and I understand it, too, by living on one
0: side of town. Um, but interesting. Something I just wanted to say, like, about what Kenny said about how, feeling frustrated, and Kimmy, when you were feeling really frustrated, too, about not going on dates, I feel like I have so many friends who are not doing a podcast and trying to date on apps, and, like, they're trying less hard because they don't have that, like, weekly check-in accountability thing. Mm-hmm. Um And... They feel all those frustrations too. Like they get ditched once or twice and then they're like, I'm out. I'm not doing this anymore. Dating apps suck. So I feel like it's just such a common feeling. And I've seen so many people be like, fuck apps because of that kind of like general feeling of like, yeah, disappointment. But I think it's so common. I don't know.
2: Yeah, I don't know. And then I'll just get back on the app and realize how many other people are in there. Like if I didn't have a time constraint, like, there's so many people who live in New York. There's so many people who live in L.A. There's so many people who live in whatever city you're occupying that, like, to focus on one interaction, like, one human interaction and let that, like, bum you out for the rest of your dating career. Like, probably, if you take a step back and, like, take a deep breath, like, probably not worth it. Yeah. If there's other opportunities, and you're probably going to have just as much fun. And, like, who knows? I just like it's not worth getting overly stressed about a singular event.
1: Totally. And it's good to remember that people are all using these in different ways. Not that I think in this particular case with you, Kenny, that that, like, legitimizes it. Because it's probably, like, yeah, I agree with you exactly, Kenny. It's, like, you probably are noticing anymore because you're doing the podcast. But also it's kind of shitty anyway because that's, like, your Saturday day plan. Like, just say it when you book the flight. Like, but it is good to remember that people are using them in different ways. Like, I specifically remember getting canceled on, like, maybe an hour before a date because of the rain. Bye. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I was coming out of Y Seven Yoga, and then I got a text, and I was, I was a little snappy because I was like, "God damn it! Like we're recording tomorrow night or something." Like Liza, do you remember this? The yes, totally. Man?
0: People rain not man. doing shit because it's raining is some fucking pumpkin ass bitch shit. <laughs> pumpkin ass bitch. Kenny, did you see my Instagram where I wrote pumpkin ass bitches? That which will- we, should we try to describe the, a pumpkin bitch. I guess I don't. E- I don't even I don't know if I can. <laughs> a pumpkin bitch is just someone who's a pumpkin bitch. It's basically like being a little bitch. Like it's if instead of being like you're being a little little bitch about something, you just say you're just a pumpkin bitch. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. It and doesn't. I love it so much.
1: And I put it on my Instagram caption, and I forget all the like adults and quality people who might also follow me on Instagram or the new friends from school who were probably like, "What the fuck, pumpkin bitches?" No. And don't get mad at us it. for saying bitches because we're saying it in a way that we love it.
0: Right. we're reclaiming it we're reclaiming I
1: mean, it i don't know if we are i mean i, I no said
0: movie. it <laughs> i said it at work today to another editor cuz i he had gotten like a weird a really weird note from a producer and i was like that producer is just being a pumpkin ass bitch it <laughs> so just came out of my <laughs> mouth and it's like It was like a much older male producer. I was just like, cool, I'm going to get fired. Like, I just, like, like, why do I think I can say something like this? Don't be like me, kids. It's because we couldn't stop saying it this weekend. (laughs) It's because it's the best phrase ever. (laughs) Pumpkin ass bitch. Pumpkin ass bitch.
2: I want to start calling my friends pumpkin ass bitches.
0: It's so descriptive. (laughs) We're going to, let's post. I always say I'm going to do this, but I don't. I want to post the inspiration image in the secret Facebook group. The image that coined this term. Yes. Um, well, let's do it's, it. It's a Remind series of men holding pumpkins and smiling.
2: Um, <laughs> I didn't know that was your, your... It's really
0: funny. This is obviously Kenny. This is a Sarah Winter invented phrase because she invents all the best phrases. But at first um, I was like,
1: is it just like a pumpkin spice? Is it just like a basic bench? But it's, yeah. it's different. I don't know. It's just also fun to say. I think that's the main thing. Yeah.
0: <laughs> the word pumpkin is so fun to say. <laughs> pumpkin. Like yeah. a pumpkin. <laughs> It might just be pumpkin, yeah. It might be. It's funny because I've been calling my niece. My niece was I, – I had a niece who was born a couple of months ago, almost now six weeks ago or so. And um, she was born in September, and they gave her a little pumpkin hat in the nursery. Mm-hmm. So I've been calling her pumpkin muffin, because also my sister ate a pumpkin muffin the day she went into labor. And mm. she had to, all day long, people were asking her what she had eaten that day, because they had to give her anesthesia or whatever. And she kept having to say, I ate a pumpkin muffin. <laughs> and I, I don't know why, but I thought it was really, really funny all day. So <laughs> it's funny, because I've been calling my niece pumpkin muffin. And when she gets old enough, I will call her a pumpkin ass bitch.
1: Yep, 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 you will. You're either That's a pumpkin muffin or legacy. a pumpkin ass bitch. Like pick pick a lane. No. Yes. Um uh, anyway, sorry to derail that. That, was,
0: um, that might have been our weirdest non second, whatever. Okay. Yeah. Sorry.
1: I'm sorry. Thanks for listening to it. Call your friends, pumpkin ass bitches, see if they still get like it going. You.
0: Let's make it a global phenomenon.
1: Start using that line on bumble. Hey you pumpkin
0: ass bitch. <laughs> Hey you
1: poke Pumpkin emoji. You wanna know go for a walk? <laughs> <laughs> okay, alright, enough with us Making wow. ourselves laugh While no one else is laughing in the world Everyone's just like, aren't you supposed to be talking about dating? I'm going to
2: see some pumpkin ass bitches on social media And they should tag you guys In their hilarious usage
1: Yeah, yeah, start start using Start start the meme, start the meme Start it Start, um, the, meme.
2: start the, meme. <laughs> the
1: meme Wait, so speaking of pumpkin spice lattes Kenny, you were going to actually do the coffee walk I love that, I just wanted to comment on that really quickly
2: I like, also, yeah so like twofold, I like hadn't been in the country for a while and I wanted to see some people that night. So it provided like a good back end, and it was just like something different.
1: Yeah.
2: I think getting drinks at a bar is, is fine. I've done it quite a few times, um, but just <laughs> like doing something and like, it was very easy because there was like a, a touch point, right? Cause it was like, not something that I just brought up. It's like, I think she like lived in the area and like frequents the park and I was like, let's just, I haven't been this year at all. Let's just do it. Yeah. It was like a very easy segue.
1: Maybe like, do
2: something interesting. The park, and, like, grab me a drink.
0: No, nope. yeah, yeah. Did yeah. she respond well to it? Like, did you did you like propose that over text or?
2: Yeah, um, and she said it would have been great if she was here. I <laughs> mean, <Maybe laughs> in, verb- in a more verbose apologetic manner. But... Okay,
0: okay. At least she was apologetic.
2: Yeah, she was an sure.
0: apologetic pumpkin ass bitch. Whatever. <laughs>
1: Whoa, whoa! 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 Yeah! 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 No! 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 We don't. We don't call Sarah names percent. on this podcast, Man right?
0: Unless it's, pump gasp. Unless it's pumpkin
1: ass. Unless it's pumpkin ass bitch, and don't add us because you know we are feminists. That's just. I think funny. that
0: should be the title and theme of this episode. Pumpkin <laughs> ass, <laughs> ass bitch. <laughs> yeah.
1: So that um, the one day when I'm finally interviewing for a job and they're like,
0: "Oh, we have a podcast,
1: cool," and it's like pumpkin ass Bitches. Exactly. <laughs> Um, oh, my God. So, Kenny, start. tell us about your other rejection. Just kidding. Did did you what, – what else did you try, though? Or what, Like, because I got – I used to get really, really weird and start just, like, being. can you meet up tonight to the point I think people thought I was trying to, like, hook up with them or just be a really weird person. See,
2: um, I didn't quite get there. Like, I could good. have done that today. And I could have been, like – No. Let's go tomorrow and, like, do that today. But, like, I you had, like, to. been off and on, like – I guess not really off and on. I wanted to, like, check and see how long it was, but, like – Interacted on dating app and then like transpired to text. She texted me. I said she like kind of prefaced it though. She's like, I'm working on a new work project, so like I can carve out time next week. And I was like, Why don't we just do like I offered Sunday
0: mm-hmm. and
2: Monday, just because like I don't do anything on Sundays. And I wasn't gonna be hungover because I didn't do anything on Saturday either. Really fun guys. I swear to God, I'm fun. <laughs> um, <laughs> really fun. Um, but I was just like, Yeah, we can do like Sunday afternoon in case like your work thing isn't crazy, or let's just do like Monday because usually Monday nights are like pretty casual because people don't really want to go full work mode yet. Mm. Um, and like we chose a spot. I offered to go to the West side of the Island just cause I was like, why not? Um, and then it was like, yeah, let's go to this place. Okay. Text me about your timing later. And then I'm on the train coming back from work. so I do that. God awful commute. And um like 30 minutes before it's like yeah so i think i'm gonna be at work later than i expected ellipses mm, okay
1: <laughs> annoying but fi- okay monday nights. I,
2: so i my reaction was as such was like okay i'm totally flexible because i didn't have anything going on i was already back in the city like really again i swear i'm fun but i updated my work calendar to so see that i was gonna be out of the office like Aww. it was like totally Aww. good And i was just like i was home and that means I'm also flexible because, like, I'm 26. I can be out until whenever and still be fine to, like, wake up in the morning and do whatever. But then I was just like, yeah, let's just do it. Stop
0: bragging, Kenny.
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm going uh, to peak. To our dusty
0: old peak. asses. I'm going to peak in my
2: 30s. I'm going to peak in my 30s. Dusty I'm old pumpkin. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Wait, I, I am definitely a dusty old pumpkin, <laughs> pumpkin ass bitch. That's how I self-identify.
1: Well, you weren't this weekend. Um, well Kenny no I get it but I will say I think the Monday night date is tough like I would cancel a Monday night date if it wasn't for the podcast do you know what I mean back in the day no, no,
2: I don't I don't really I don't feel like I mean like there was forewarning to Monday night I don't really like I didn't feel as bad it was just like uh what am I gonna do because then like to your point you were just like you were just hitting up the dating apps, being like boom 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 and I'm like well, i got a reputation out here. <laughs> I don't,
1: know. don't do that. Like, don't do that. Plus, the listeners forgave me. They definitely forgive you because you're just doing this, like, totally pro bono. Like, don't do that. Don't, I, I wouldn't put anyone else through that. I was being – I think it's because it was happening, like, multiple weeks in, in a row for me. Like, it's, it's hard. It was probably also happening around the time when I was, like, I like date 13, but I still have to go on dates. So – um Yeah, don't worry. You are not a pumpkin-ass bitch. Uh, Dating is hard. And I think people relate really a lot to, like, honestly, I think it's good to talk about what excuses to make if you're just not in the mood. Because we always say it's okay to just not be in the mood. But it's also important to think about, like, what excuses you'll accept, right? Because, like, that guy who said the rain to me, I was like, oh, cool, I learned that you suck and you're a pumpkin-ass bitch early on. So I don't have to learn that later. That's the only silver lining. But it sounds I think like
2: I'm cool. I'm cool with the work excuse because I would probably do the same, especially if it's like at a, a reasonable. It was like nine o'clock on a weekday. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. sure. I don't. Know. I'm not in a position to judge you or make any kind of claim that that's not a valid excuse. Yeah, I think that one's fair. I'm trying to think of like other ones. What do you guys think?
1: Anything but the rain.
2: <laughs> Anything but the weather. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So I feel – yes, I agree that unless there's, like, a major emergency or, like, snowstorm um, or disastrous weather, I feel like, yeah, weather is just, like, not an excuse. It's not a conversation to be talking about on a date and it's not an excuse. Those are two rules of dating.
0: I also think that, like, in New York – the, a certain train being shut down or probably in LA like the equivalent is traffic mm-hmm. is not really an excuse like that's an excuse for being 10 or 15 minutes late like totally get it everyone's been there but I think that if like you know if I had a date in Brooklyn this weekend and the L wasn't running like I'd have to take the fucking M and walk you know like yep it's like just you have to plan around that stuff um and so I feel like that's not an excuse like Ooh, can we talk about the L
1: shutting down and how that will affect people's dating lives in New York? It's already happening. It is.
2: It's shut down on the weekends and in the evenings, so i nice been out weekends. there for like other things, and like, if to, I just end up having to Uber back if I'm if it's yeah. late. It's yeah, going to be a nightmare.
0: Can we explain kinda, to our listeners
1: what's happening I, with the yeah. L? Yeah.
0: So the L train is a train that runs between Manhattan and through um, kind of central Brooklyn. Um. And it runs, like, parallel, which not a lot of trains do. So it's one, it's the only train that services a huge area of Brooklyn. And um, it sustained, like, a ton of damage during Hurricane Sandy. And it's been re- in need of really significant repairs. And they've been trying to do it little by little. But they need to just really shut it down for, like, what is it, two years or something, 18 months
1: yeah, a year and a half, I think. But, it like, there were two options. It was, like, two years with, like, sometimes it's working on weekends or, like, just do it all the way. and do it in a year and a half. And it's also definitely why I moved to L.A.
0: No. <laughs> it's, like, literally – I mean, it's, like, it's so many people. This is their only train option. So it's a really big deal. And, like, they're running shuttle buses and they're trying to do their best, but it's going to be a fucking disaster. I got selfishly lucky because, like, my three – three of my really, really close friends who lived in Greenpoint all moved out of Greenpoint. Like, in the last four months so mm-hmm.
1: well it's no selfish. coincidence i mean Greenpoint's gonna be okay because it has the g but like yeah basically a lot of the date spots we talked about on this podcast are in like kenny's neighborhood in the east village oh should we bleep that no it's fine okay it's a pretty Uh-oh. broad area um okay. if you start getting any weird things happening just kidding we have the best listeners in the world love you guys <laughs> um don't be weird but it connects that to, like, Williamsburg. So, like, a lot of young people going out places. So I feel like um, it will affect dating life. I Actually, Hannah, who is my editor at Elite Daily, who we had on the podcast, her boyfriend lives in Williamsburg, and she lives in the Upper East Side. And she's writing a second book, and she was like, should I – she put on a tweet out, like, should I include this? And everyone was like, yes, you should include it. Myself included. Because, it like, it's going to be really hard – it's going to change who you're willing to go out and date with, right Kenny?
2: Uh, it's definitely a consideration. I mean, I still love it out there, but like, yeah, to be having to take either excessively long trains or Ubers is not an easy choice.
1: No, because the beauty from your apartment or like anyone in the East Village, it's like one or two stops to Williamsburg or the reverse. Like, I would love doing dates in the East Village with Manhattan people because it was just easy. It was just mm-hmm. like a stop or two.
2: No longer. I'm no oh, well. longer. I
1: out. No, I just mean like dating is strategic too. Like people are.
0: Well, you don't definitely don't want to like get serious with someone who it's gonna take you fifty minutes to get to their house. That's I mean, if you do, you do. But yeah,
1: no. like as one in a long distance relationship, you'll fi- you'll figure it out.
0: Yeah, it's fine. I mean, like, Jeff lived with his parents when we started dating. He just stayed here all the time. <laughs> like, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I continue to joke that that's, like, the only reason he's still dating me is because of my apartment. <laughs> you got him that apartment. It's, it's not impossible. Um. Yeah, so what are other excuses you guys would not ex- accept? And then we'll move into excuses we would ex- ex- accept. Oh, my God.
1: Uh, I would not accept.
2: Mm. I don't love last minute um, friend plans.
1: Ooh, I don't love that either. Oh, that's gross. If like
2: like, something comes up, it's like, oh, I actually have to do this thing with my friend. I can't come anymore. Like that is the I think that's like the most outright bail.
1: Oh, that's That's just rude. Like. Again, like, if you're going to be flaky, you can also lie a little bit and make something up. Because that just feels like, oh, I chose other plans over you. Yeah. Which, again, is understandable because you're two strangers. But, like, you're taking someone else's time, you know? Yeah. Um, Here's another
0: thing that I want to get both of your opinions on. Okay. I feel like when someone says they're sick, Mm. it's probably a lie about 60% of the time. Maybe I'm a cynic, but I think it's, like a lie a decent amount of the time.
1: Yeah. For any kind of thing that people are bailing on, I actually sometimes prefer the just like this is, I just can't make it like, uh, like rather than lying that you're sick. Cause then I'm like, come on. I don't know. Not to be that girl, but like I just had a birthday party and not everyone has to be able to make it. But like, if you're gonna get lazy the night of, I'd I'd appreciate if you were just like, I'm lazy. I didn't realize how far it was, as opposed to being like, I'm sick. If you're not really sick, I think if you're really sick, well, like, fuck yeah. But like, especially on dating apps, like it's also weird to say you're sick to someone, because like, you're gonna have to talk about what kind of sick it was on your first
0: date. Yeah. <laughs> like, can you imagine if you showed up to a date and they had canceled being sick and they were just like, I had diarrhea for three days? <laughs>
1: okay, so I went on, this is not part of the podcast, this is before. This is a guy I went on a, few, a bunch of dates with um, in New York. And he, I remember asking him just like, because we both were like, because at the time it was true, I had not used the apps much at all or not like regularly. Um, and I was just feeling, like, it was pre podcast, lonely times. And I remember we both talked about like, our worst experiences and his was like this girl who came on a date with him. Wh- they were sitting down. I might mean, already told this on the podcast. They were had drinks and then she's like, Excuse me, I'm just gonna run to the bathroom. And then was gone for a really long time and came back like reeking of puke and but like wanted to stay on the date. She was like, I'm sorry, I just got sick, but I want to stay. And he was like, No, you should really go. Like, oh, like I get like, but she was like, really wanted to stay on the date. Oh, my God. Just that's
0: horrible. All
1: around awkward, yeah. Like, I don't think it was, like, a too drunk. It was, like, she was, like, sick and, like, just <laughs> – Oh, my God. <laughs> it, like, I don't remember the details because it was a long time ago that I was told this story. But I was like, Jesus Christ. like That is pretty rough sauce. Yeah. But
2: it, that sounds made up. Like, that's, like, wild.
1: Yeah, it, it didn't sound made up when he told me. I no,
2: I, know. I, I mean, it's obviously true. But, like, that is just, like – to go through that like internal dialogue with yourself while you're vomiting, being like, I really need to be here. I really need
0: right to stay. Like, my <laughs> God. Like, no. All um, right. What are like excuses that you guys would accept or like think are fine? So obviously, like family emergency, duh. Yeah. But also, like,
1: yeah. Like, it just is kind of weird to even bring that up. Like, even if that's the thing, I guess you could say it. Yeah. It's just like a weird thing where then your date might be like, "Oh my gosh, I hope you're okay. What can I do?" And you're like, "We haven't met yet, but I guess you could be yeah. honest about a family emergency." I've
0: had people be like, "I just have some family stuff going on, like not a huge deal, but I have to go home and stuff like that." I feel like sometimes people talk it down so that it's not like,
1: yeah, that's whatever,
0: right. but that's fair. you know.
1: I think work is fine. And I, I want to be like that annoying person who's like, it's also just about the way you say it and the timing of when you yeah, say
2: timing it. Timing is critical. Yeah. Like, I think if you're proactive, then whatever you say is fine. Yeah. Okay. The longer you wait, the more skepticism. Totally. But whether valid or not, it just comes with the comes with the excuse or the reason that you provide.
1: Yeah. I'm scrolling think- back right now. I'm going to find some old conversations while we talk about
0: I think also, like, the making it right. I've talked about this on the pod before, but, like, the, like, if you cancel, propose another date, like, immediately be, like, you know, obviously apologize, propose another date. And then I like to offer a treat if I'm, like, I'm going to, I'm going to treat, like, or I'm going to, like, take you out next Thursday if you're available for being, like, a shitty canceler. I mean, I wouldn't say it like that. I'd say I was actually going to
2: bring up, like, what my strategy should be. Should I proactively follow up or just wait to see if they do? Because I was in the leaning towards the latter category, because I had already made enough of an effort, not enough of an effort—but like I would made the initiative on the prior round, so I'm like, well, "It's kind of up to you now," because it's your schedule. That's a conflict, not mine.
0: Yeah, I kind of think it's on the counselor to to um reach out the next time. Yeah, yeah I, don't know. I do too. And like, yeah, again, like, yeah, it's
1: just a podcast, Kenny. Don't stress it. Like, don't go out oh. with someone.
0: I'm not. No. No, no, no sorry, not.
1: I don't think you are. I just like don't why I'm just t- talking to old me like why stress yourself out or feel a little shitty for like if you wouldn't normally follow up with them like don't.
2: No, I agree. And now I just have like since I was so actively using apps, I just have this like <laughs> giant list of people that I not a giant list, but like now I just have this big list of people that I need to like talk to and it presents all these other kind of interesting opportunities. So like kind of double-edged sword. But not going on these ones and, like, not getting a date, I've, like, just come across a lot of people that could potentially be really fun dates to go out with. So, like, you never know.
1: Yeah, sometimes it's like if you have too many people you've swiped and matched with it, it's like you can't even dig through them. You gotta, you know.
2: Yeah, I don't, like, I get overwhelmed very quickly with that. So I try to just, like, put it down and not look at them anymore and just try to set up dates.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: They're gonna so- work.
1: I'm um, sorry. I'm scrolling for uh, a cancellation. I'm no. Fine. You're
0: fine. The other, the other excuse that I think like is okay, and fight me on this or disagree with me, please, because I, it's half baked. Is someone being like, um, again the way they say it unapologetically, like I'm. Uh, I disagree with myself as I'm saying this someone just being like I had a really horrible day and I don't think I can do it like I think I'm going to be a bummer can I take you out on a date next Thursday mm-hmm. Kenny what do you think I see you rolling your
2: eyes no I was like kind of agreeing and turn- yeah, it's because tough, it's like, like to be able to say that
0: <laughs> yeah and like who wants to go on a first date with someone who is just like white knuckling through it because they want to get to the point where they can go home you know
2: yeah, it's like kind of the same boat. It's like I was gonna say, like, tired isn't like inappropriate, but at the same time, like, if you're just having a bad day and like, you're, you know, you're kind of in a slump or whatever, then it's not gonna be good for anybody. <laughs> yeah,
0: totally. Like, and it's like nothing good. You're not gonna. You're not gonna. The whole point of a first date is, in theory, for it to go to a second date, or for it to go to more, or for it to like maybe be the person that you're gonna fucking love forever and die at their deathbed. or whatever. It's like not gonna. The the way it starts is, like, I mean, maybe it is, but is, like, on your shittiest day ever, you know?
1: I found one. I found a guy who I never ended up on a date with because we had so much texting and tons of excuses. It's it's the language of the excuses that bother me. I couldn't find any of the really good ones, but just, like, like I guess I was pretty – I checked in about a date he had set up. We had a place and all. I checked in the day of, just, like, let me know if you're still up for tonight, the afternoon of, at 2. And he was like, Kimmy's still at work and have a ton left to do. It might be better if we reschedule. Don't want to keep you waiting till like, 9 or later. Which is fine, but, like, he should have texted that. Like, like, the last time we had chatted, we were chatting all about New York restaurants and made plans for the date, like, two days out. Like, so say it the day of. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's just the like, oh, I was trying to see if we'd both forget thing. I'm like, just fucking own it. You don't have to want to go on a date. Just say I have work and I think it'll be like – also like nine isn't that late. I don't know.
0: Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Are you guys pro or anti-lying to strangers? Pro. Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
2: That was great. I think – yeah, I think generally pro. I don't think it matters. Yeah. It's funny
0: because like – oh, sorry. Go ahead.
2: There's less consequence.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes it can be kinder, I think, like nicer than, I don't know, even though I just am kind of um, disagreeing with the point I made f- five seconds ago. But I tr- I like used to be a big fucking liar. Like, like I used to lie a lot about like when I didn't want to do something or whatever, like when I was in college and blah, blah, blah. And I like in my early 20s when I was in New York and in therapy, I worked a lot on just like, not fucking lying all the time like I I never lied about anything major or serious I just told like little lies mostly about plans blah blah blah, whatever all the time and so I'm like try super duper hard like to lie like extremely rarely because it just used to be like a weird bad habit and now I feel like sometimes I like I, feel, I do feel like it's kind of fine to lie to someone you've never met about not hanging out. Yeah. I was trying to work that out out loud.
1: Yeah. It's like a white – it's a white one. I don't know. I don't know.
0: Yeah, it's fine. I mean, I don't know. Who's – I guess who's the victim?
1: And, like, you know what? I went on a date where I thought I was going on a date with a different person. Like, we're all shitty sometimes. Like, you know –
0: Oh, yeah, and it's not even shitty. I mean, that wasn't shitty because it was an honest mistake. That's like, true, yeah.
1: Or, like, we all, like, oh, dating is weird. I don't know. I don't know. All right. What shall we do? Shall we try to read a worse um, first? Yeah. Okay, let's do a worse first date. Now, if you don't want to be a pumpkin-ass bitch, keep sending them in because <laughs> we want more. We want to read them. We are sorry we forget to, but now we're reading one.
0: Yes. After, at the very end of this app, we're going to shout out our email address and social so stay tuned to what a yep. tease you gotta wait you gotta wait to find out because life is about patience
1: because
0: <laughs> there's no way you could just google it there's no way you can just google, it. <laughs> no can just google it. actually we yeah they, they might may not be able maybe to maybe just not. google it Ooh, cheese. stick around and also because we're gonna read this awesome where's first
1: we are so ready i'm yep. 28 years old young girl no i'm just kidding um okay i'll start over i'm just I'm jealous that I'm not 28, that I'm like a full 30. I don't get to say 29 anymore. Okay. I'm 28 years old, and though my parents and I are pretty close, we've talked about dating for about 11 total minutes of my entire life. So it was surprising to me last fall when my mom asked if she could set me up with her gal pal's nephew who had just moved to New York. I said, sure, why not? I was on a break from the apps as I worked on grad school applications, so I saw it as a good chance to put myself out there without swiping. He texts me, is super friendly. We start chatting a fair amount. To my surprise, he adds me on Facebook and Instagram, though kind of weird move. My stress over meeting up without being sure if he knew what I looked like subsides, so that's a plus. Uh, We make plans, and last minute he cancels, on theme, on theme, saying he's very sorry and blames work, which made sense as he was at a new law firm. No big deal to me. We reschedule. He cancels again and again. I start to get annoyed. One of your episodes highlighted this so perfectly. Thank you. How annoying it is to plan your work, workout, weeknight plans, etc. around a date and get flaked on. I simply didn't have time for that, so I nicely told him no hard feelings. It sounds like he's really busy right now and that he should get settled in New York first and reach out when he actually has time to meet up. He's super apologetic and says he will. I think that's super fair. This is Kimmy talking now. Totally. After three cancellations, like absolutely. Um, I mean, that's
2: even like too much credit. I think three cancellations is like definitely one too many, potentially two too many, like depending on how you approach it. Like that's a lot.
0: Yeah. So yeah, that's true.
1: But I just mean like, yeah, I like that. Like no hard feelings, but it sounds like you're busy. Like she was really, really nice about this. Like
0: yeah, it's I would have been like, hey, like, Yeah, but if it's like your mom set it up and there's like a friend, you know, it's true. like sometimes you have to be more polite when there's like a degree of, separ- a degree of separation. Yes, yeah. you're right. I, I
1: forgot about manners. Um <clears throat> Okay, so a couple weeks later, he resurfaces and starts trying to make plans again. We set something up, and I'm not kidding. He cancels last minute again. I am now more determined than ever to meet this person in the flesh. Out of sheer curiosity, I have one more try on me. We set a date. About two hours before, we confirm location, a bar in my neighborhood, and time. The texts are friendly and flirty, normal. I get to the bar first. Trying to be polite and wait for him, I don't order a drink just yet. About ten minutes pass, I shoot him a text to know where I to let him know where I am. The text is green instead of blue, and I figured he must be underground, so I order a beer to sip on while I wait. 20 minutes pass, and I realize this child is not going to show. I've been ghosted many <laughs> oh times, but God. stood up in 2018 by a guy my mom set me up with who has been extremely conversational, thirsty even over text for the past month, in a move very unlike me. I don't take it personally, probably because we've never met. And I burst out laughing. I tell the bartender. I tell the random group next to me. I befriend a hot Italian guy as I try to explain what the phrase "being stood up by a guy your mom set you up with" means. Um, he and I take a selfie. I send it to my mom, of course, and finish my beer. Later, with friends and wine, I ask him. I text him to ask him what the fuck was what he was he thinking. I also call my mom. The next day, still haven't heard from him, and my mom reports back. Um, that her gal pal said this was unlike her nephew to the point she was worried if he was okay. I started to worry this, worry and wonder the same. Uh, I assumed I got stood up. Maybe I'm jaded. Maybe something serious happened. Um, and then he started slinging likes on Instagram. He's just fine. Um, about <laughs> oh a, my god, this fucking guy guys are
2: the, guys are the worst.
1: I know. I gotta finish <laughs> this. I don't see. I didn't read the full thing ahead of time. So, but but it felt so on brand. I had to do it so there's a little bit more about a month later my disbelief subsides and i conclude he must have some serial serious personal struggles going on to the point where he just couldn't face the date and avoided the, insi- the situation although i don't think i'd ever do that i can relate on some level and have some empathy knowing how hard a move to new york a new job can be i reach out on facebook angel sent from heaven i would never sorry this is me again offering friendship and a listening ear if he needs it he didn't read the message for about eight months and i never heard from him again I must say, I get a little satisfaction knowing his aunt was so embarrassed by his behavior toward me that she told his grandfather about it. Apps and dating these, these days can lead people, lead to people treating each other in all types of ways, but rarely does your immediate family find out about it. Fair point. Um, my parents and I haven't talked about dating since. <laughs> oh my god. This was, yeah. Oh, and also she says, thank you for your pod XOXO. Honestly, it means so much to have a space to listen to all the things my friends and I talk about, and I'm loving Kenny's journey so far, and yeah, keep it up thank you for oh, that thank email you. I like that there was a lesson in it because I hadn't read the whole thing
0: nice. yeah totally and also like wow you're clearly such a good person listener <laughs> <laughs> Um, and like it's really cool of you to have like thought so positively about not positively but empathetically about like what mm-hmm. you know he was potentially going through because I definitely would have been like yo fuck that guy <laughs>
1: yeah yeah the I cynic in me is like like a
0: hate-filled text yeah
1: the cynic in me is like why did you even keep talking to him but like i actually think it's just a reflection of like your attitude about dating was way more chill than like mine usually was and i think that's like healthy and nice that you were just like hey cool tell the people at the bar like did like the, i like the like um general like not taking dating too seriously vibe about that email
0: yeah,
2: I love the the bar action move. I feel like that's <laughs> the best way to recover is to kind oh, of totally. I'm just like hang out and make the best. Like you already went to that bar. Who knows if it was like near you or not. But, but like that's a good spin to like a positive situation whereby like you're laughing about it and taking selfies with hot Italian men. Like totally. Yes. Well done.
0: You sound really fucking fun, and I hope that <clears throat> when we do a live show, which hopefully we'll be doing in very early 2019. Yeah, you will come. Fucking say hi mm-hmm. and tell us that you are the person who wrote this email and show us that <laughs> selfie. Please do. Show us that selfie.
1: We we uh, should yeah, everyone, we are really working on a, a live show in New York in the the upcoming year. And we'll like pull maybe I'll send out a proper survey that you guys can all fill out and just yeah. like what you'd want, how many of you would actually come so we don't embarrass ourselves. Yeah. Um,
0: That's so. the thing, guys like we are, you know, we know we're not, like, a tiny podcast, but it is such a vulnerable thing to think about doing a live show. And I feel like a middle schooler throwing a birthday party or something and just being like, I hope people come. I don't know. I, like, I know. It's very, I I think we're both kind of scared that it might just be like, you know, Miss it, Matt Foskett, <laughs> <laughs> give, me, give me stats. <laughs> and like, I don't know, a handful of our friends. So um if we do do a live show in new york i really really hope that you guys the new york listeners will come out we'll try to make it affordable and i will definitely make it really fun and we'll definitely hang out at the bar and drink with you guys all night so uh it's just out of sheer sheer nervousness alone so we're gonna have some details for you on that possible live show in early 2019 soon but we all also will start a poll in the secret facebook group um checking in on whether or not you would come
1: and (laughs) so be honest don't just be nice we won't take it personally i'll start like a a google form or something where like you can actually be anonymous because otherwise yeah yeah um oh my goodness oh my goodness
0: and so you can find those Google Forms and all those fun details in our secret Facebook group on Facebook. Yeah. I'm also having a very in-depth discussion with a listener today uh, about 90 Day Fiance before the 90 days. So come join in on that. Um, and you can email us at 51 pod at gmail.com. And follow us on Instagram at 514 Pod. You can tell and your friends
1: about us or tag us in your Instagram story if you like an episode just to get them listening, talking, thinking about it. Because we we love we love listeners and it sounds so selfish when we beg you and beg you to share it. But it's not just for us. It's so we can do cooler things like events for you loyal listeners, if that makes sense. Or like start paying for Kenny's dates or something nice. But as of now. Sorry, yeah. Kenny, no luck
2: yet. Yeah,
0: <laughs> um and yeah, please do keep sending in your worst first date stories because we love them so much and uh we um we we read a lot of them and uh we enjoy them thoroughly and you could hear us and our hot, fresh takes on everything. I don't know. I'm trying to sell it, I'm trying to make a pitch. It's <laughs> you know what? I, tell a friend. Danny, what do
1: you think? What do you think?
0: Are we selling
1: it or are we doing a trash job?
2: I think you're selling it. I think, yeah, it's as easy as continuing to make a review, rate the podcast on mm-hmm. the iTunes store, continue to pump it up, tell your friends. I think podcasts are fun. I think more than ever, people are listening to them and I think this one's pretty casual. So I think it's an easy sell from a friend group to another. So I'm kind of hoping that throughout this process, I have an, a... a a really bad date (laughs) i don't know what the adjective is to describe that but i want to have the absolute worst date i want to walk out feeling like i don't know who i am anymore i don't know (laughs) where am i like i just Really, I'm looking for that. So just
0: one that breaks you, breaks you down to your component Completely parts, man, and you just down. gotta rebuild. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, cause yeah, uh, I just like didn't get anything crazy. You know, maybe you gotta go
1: looking for it, but then it wanders into the territory of not doing it genuinely. I don't know.
2: Uh, but I know how do you? How do you look so for? That's it the anyway? thing. because I
0: think crazy is like always a kind of a little bit of a surprise. Sometimes yeah. there's warning signs online. That's true. But, I don't know if you could yeah. like swipe and like that person with the really weird bio with the, I don't know. Mm. Also, at some point, Kenny, we just have to hear about your your worst first aid story, but we'll save that for maybe our next up with Kenny. Yeah. Oh, geez. Well, and I'll see fun. Kenny in person next week for Thanksgiving.
2: Ooh, oh. yeah, that's right. We that's should get so- a
1: microphone from you, Liza, and record Kenny. Oh, and yeah, I. yeah. We and maybe totally all of my cousins. Should we do a Thanksgiving? Like, should have, we have my drunken family members all <laughs> tell their worst first aid?
2: I think that's the greatest idea I've ever heard, and I was actually going to propose something similar earlier. Okay, Liza,
0: Liza, Liza you could Liza. do it too, and we <laughs> could cut them together. That would be so cute, and do like a special Thanksgiving episode just with our friends and family members' worst first dates. Yeah, I could do it like on my iPhone or something. Yeah, yeah, I it cool. Or I love it. yeah,
1: or like your the other yeah. We'll we'll do it.
0: Yeah, amazing. Look. Cheese, cheese. Get ready, listeners. Today, I don't know if it's next week, but it's some
1: week soon. It's, it's a holiday up. special,
0: friends and family special.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, on okay, that note, well, on that note, go on a date. Go on a date.
2: And I'll try to go on a date. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: Bye. Bye.